0: Hey 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 everybody, welcome back for another episode of the Confident Girl Podcast. I am your host, Lisa Thompson, but I'm also the founder and CEO of Self-Love Beauty and the co-founder of O Infinite Love. My passion is all about creating a world where everyone is empowered to love themselves and achieve anything that they desire. I truly want people to have confidence, feel supported, and have a community that wraps their arms around them. And that is what we are here today to do, is to teach you things to help you grow in your confidence. This podcast is your go-to for learning ways to be more confident, fearless, and self-loving. So come along on this journey with me.
1: everybody welcome back for another episode of the confident girl i am your host lisa thompson and i'm also the founder and ceo of self-love beauty a nonprofit that teaches people about confidence and self-love and i'm the co-founder of blue wave well-being a company that works with corporations to incorporate play into their mental well-being um workshops into their programs so i'm really excited to be here and back with you guys um You know, I I shared last week that we took a few weeks off to kind of get our mindset with everything going on. Um, COVID was happening. Um, I live in a town that was flooded. So there was just so much happening. And um, so it's good to be back. It's good to have the summer and great news for Michigan. We're slowly reopening, which makes my life so much easier and so much happier. Um, I was on a walk earlier today and my friend was like, I just feel alive. It's getting so nice out where we can go out and actually have a drink with friends. Um, So we're kind of excited to have a little bit more of a lifestyle with the summertime because if you've ever been in Michigan, you know, our summers are the best and you really don't want to miss out on those. So uh, just a little bit about what's been going on with me. Um, Self-Love Beauty is growing, as I always share, and we have some upcoming workshops happening in June and July, and then all the way through the end of the year. So as always, in the description, I'll be posting some workshops that we'll be having coming up. Since they're virtual, no matter where you are in the United States, United States, you can join us. Um, It's the cool opportunity that we've had um, with COVID is to move a lot of stuff virtually and meet a lot of people from across the United States. So I'm going to get done talking here so we can have some fun today with our guests. So before I have them introduce themselves, I get to talk a little bit about them, which is my favorite part of the whole thing. So Nolan is um, one of our self-love beauty ambassadors, and he was on the podcast 2 years ago i believe right when we started and at that moment he was talking about his own story talking about how he has a had a great boyfriend at the time and we just talked like during that time about how amazing Ryan is his partner Um, And that night after the podcast, Ryan proposed to Nolan and it was awesome. I got the phone call, was super pumped, couldn't believe it because Nolan and I had just had that conversation. And then that night he was proposed to, so... Um, they are getting married soon in just a few months, which I'm super excited for. I get to be part of it. I'm the officiant for the wedding. i um, super honored and super blessed for that opportunity, but more so, um, and I'll let Lo- Nolan and Ryan talk a little bit about their story, but you know, when you just meet people in your lives who have really changed your whole life in so many ways, um, Nolan and Ryan have those, been those people for me. Um, through everything I've gone through in my life um, these last couple of years. I can just call them. I can talk to them. I've actually called them when I've had a breakup. I've like talked to them about multiple things. They've taken me out to dinner. Ryan's picked me and Nolan up from a wedding. So it's like, they're just huge, huge um, people into my life. And so today what I wanted to do was talk to them, because um, not only do I love them, but it is also Pride Month, and having their story be shared, I think is going to be really awesome, especially when it comes to confidence and self-love. So guys, I have talked a little bit about you guys, but I want you guys to take a moment to just introduce yourselves before we kind of get into today's topic of the podcast. So go ahead.
2: Sure. Thank you, Lisa, (laughs) for having us. Um, We are extremely extremely honored and lucky to have you in our lives, Lisa. As you know, uh, you're a huge component uh, in everything we do and also um, being able to spend such a special day with us uh, at our wedding uh, and play such a big role, we, we couldn't ask for anyone better. Um, but as far as us, um, my name is Nolan Rogers, as Lisa um, mentioned. Born and raised in Bay City, Michigan, so not far away from where Lisa, uh, her hometown is. And uh, currently reside in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, took a job almost a year ago. can't believe it's been that long already. Uh, with Anheuser-Busch, I am a corporate event uh, specialist. So um, my role is doing uh, special events for our corporation all around the United States. So I've had some pretty great opportunities, um, which has led us, Ryan and I, um, here to Missouri to be Missourians for, uh, we don't know how long, but uh, we're here. We love it. So I'll introduce, I'll have Ryan introduce himself, and then we'll uh, start with our story. Hello, everyone. Lisa, thank you for having both of us. Um,
3: and as, as Nolan said, as Lisa said, my name is Ryan Meisner. Um, I met Nolan going on five years, you know, and my, my path was completely different. I'm sure we'll get into what that looks like. But being, being a gay male, it was completely different in the in the scope of I was in college athletics and um not not that being a gay male in college athletics is kind of a, a new thing but when you're coaching men's basketball at the division one it's two institutions um it, it becomes a big deal and so not that I ever tried to make it a big deal I I was in the closet for thirty thirty five 35 years of my life um so I'm 38 now so um, I, I just came out, no, excuse me, 33 years of my life. I just came out, you know, a couple of years ago, going on five years. So, um, you know, I, I worked for a company out of Tampa, Florida. I naturally worked from home. So when everybody got to start working from home due to COVID, uh, I, I got to say, yeah, I've been there, done that, and, and nothing really changed. Um, I, my company provides educational technology services to uh, two and four-year institutions, to some high schools across the country. So, um, just really honored that Lisa asked us to be a part of this. Uh, really happy that she gets to be part of our special day here in September in a short oh what three months is it? And so uh, we got a lot of work to do, but uh, <laughs> uh, we got the invitations today, so those will be going out, which is awesome. So we'll we'll see, but I'm going to toss it back over to you, Lisa.
1: Yeah. Awesome. No, I'm excited. And I really need to start practicing because like you said, it's going to be here in a few months and we got to make it the best, which we know that it will be a special day. Um, yeah. And so thank you guys again for being on this podcast. So what I really wanted to talk about was confidence and self-love with men. Um, but kind of incorporating this month, it's a special month and we got to celebrate it. Um, it's funny how, you know, there's a lot going on in our world right now um, and love's needed in so many ways. And I was always an advocate for everything my whole life. But until you have people in your corner that, um, experience being in the closet and be, you know, going through these things, you never really understand the whole story. And so I did, you know, like I've always wondered, Like a lot of things, and you guys have always educated me, which I appreciate, and that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today. So, why don't we start with you know, Nolan, why don't you start sharing your story about because I know that confidence plays a role in this and finding yourself? So, go right ahead.
2: Absolutely, thank you, Lisa. First and foremost, Ryan and I just want to make uh, a statement that um, although it is Pride Month, and we are extremely lucky to live in a world where um, we are learning more and educating um, more. We understand what's happening in our world today and um, we want people to know whoever is being affected whether you're part of the African American community or you have loved ones or um, as, as we are allies for, for those people, please know that we are behind you um, every step of the way and um, we support you and we, we I know Ryan and I are working um, hard to just be better and to understand. Um, So with that, um, we just want you to know that we do see you and we do understand you and um, we do support you. So going into my story, um, my story is going to be a little bit different than Ryan's, um, but I always knew uh, I was different than the others. And I like to say that I was uniquely different. Uh, I could always – I just – I could tell that there was something inside me that set me apart from other people. And while I thought that was a negative, I now see it in such a positive light. And, um, so yeah, I think it was like first grade. I knew, I was like, I am not into women, but now I have to live this life where, how, where I felt that I had to live this life. Let me say that, um, to hide everything and and date a, a female because that's what the social norms were. And that's what I thought. Right. So, Fast forward to high school, Um, the bullying started, uh, the name calling started, right? Uh, And it got to the point where, my sister was a freshman at uh, the same high school I was and she had people coming up to her like, I can't believe you have a gay brother, like that's so weird, that's so weird. And I felt my heart broke for her because she took a burden of what I was experiencing on her, right? And um, one day, I know I shared this story with Lisa Pryor, but for our new listeners and those returning, um, I had a friend who was going through terminal um, brain cancer, and um, I helped put on a benefit for him. And that night, um, one of my best friends looked at me and said, if you were to die tonight, would you have lived your life alive or would you have been happy with the life that you lived? And I immediately broke down, and I just said, you guys, I'm gay. And I will never forget the weight that was lifted off of my shoulders at that point. And I'm like, oh, my God, I just told my deepest, darkest secret that has been weighing on me for so long. And it felt so great. And I remember there three of my best friends still are to this day, said, well, Jesus, finally. And I'm like, wait, you knew? Um, so it, it was definitely um, an enlightening experience. I have the best family and the best friends in my corner. I've had such a positive story. And while my story has been positive, I do know some that are not. So those are the people that I really want to work for and, and under, help understand how we can be better as a community. And for those that aren't in the community, how can they be better allies for us? Um, so, yeah, that's kind of where my story is. As far as confidence, Lisa, goes, I think I struggle, and Ryan can attest to this almost every day with my confidence. Um, a lot of it in in the LGBTQ community, especially in the gay community, um, with men, you're supposed to have a chisel pod with six at you know six pack and all that. And if anyone knows me, knows that that's not the case, and that's okay. Um, and so I'm really learning and uh, being with Ryan has helped tremendously. Um, he he reinforces that self love and you know no one know you're not fat, no one know you look good, no one know you don't need to diet, but he supports everything that I do, right? And so whether he believes that I need to do it or not, uh, he's there to support it. So it it really helps in that aspect, but I would be lying if I said I had all the confidence in the world, because I don't, right? And I think think confidence is a thing that you learn to um, gain and to understand as you go on in those experiences that you have in life. So I'm gonna pass it over to Ryan and he's gonna share a little bit about his story and what his different uh, experiences were like in his life. So, when you listen to my story, you'll
3: probably be able to connect some of the dots. Is it's completely different than Nolan's. Um, I was that high school jack. I was that you know sports family person. um you know, sports were everything in the community. Uh, I, I grew up in Sturgis, Michigan, which is uh, about ten to twelve thousand people. Uh, that was I think grown to fifteen thousand, but. Uh, The high school and its athletic teams were everything in the community. Um, Everybody got behind them. And so if you were a male in high school, you you probably played some type of sport um, or you're just a really, really smart student that uh, studied very hard and and got the great grades, and you were known for that in the community, and so people praised you for that. But um, my my path was really completely different. I think really it goes back to – be. You know, middle late middle school, early high school, where I really truly learned that I'm completely different than most of my friends who play sports. Um, not from an athletic standpoint, but from um, who I who I was attracted to. And um, it, it was an uphill battle from that point. Um, you constantly try to figure out who you are, um, trying to make sure you're fitting in, not not only in the in the high school scene, but in in sports world trying to be that all-conference all-state athlete trying to um make sure you've got the the hottest girlfriend uh, out of the high school you know it's a constant competition so my story started there and really in high school and and trying to make sure that i fit in and i was i was the, the the best athlete or i was you know also the straight a student which I struggled to do both. I mean, I wasn't the best athlete in high school, so I had to work a lot harder but but going through um, as I knew that I was completely different than than the rest um, than, or than I thought um, you know I, I got to college and and I worked I went to central Michigan I loved my experiences there as an undergrad and I struggled a lot with with my my identity and and who I truly was and and so I, I had to cover it up because I, I worked for, I obviously played male sports. I, I worked for male sports teams at the collegiate level at CMU as, a, as an undergraduate manager. And the last thing you could do in the early two thousands was come out as a gay male in a male sport. And that was just unheard of. You, I mean, you didn't hear of it. And if you, if you did, it was oh my gosh, I can't believe it. That that's just such a tragedy. And, and so fast forward, you know I. I failed out of a couple institutions and um, ended up going back. Uh, what I, I like to call Grand Rapids, Michigan, my home. I lived there for five years, where I really got to learn a lot, a lot about myself and who I wanted to be as a person, and and um, still not out. Um, still involved with all the male sports teams: travel basketball, high school football, basketball, and baseball. Um, and ended up getting an offer to go coach collegiately at, at uh, Lake Superior State University which is in Sault Ste Marie Michigan which is in the upper peninsula about an hour north of the Mackinac Bridge so um there you know I started to gain a lot of confidence of who I was as a person still having to hide it because not because it was the, the coaching staff or or the culture it just wasn't the right place at the right time um but after after finally getting my degree at Lake Superior State um I, I got an offer from, from the head coach at, at Central Michigan University to come back and be a graduate assistant. Um after spending a year in that in that organization, that department, athletic department and men's basketball program, and knowing the players and I, I knew that I could finally be true to who I was. And what better way for it to come full circle where I started to learn who I was as a person? Um, at Central Michigan as an undergrad and then be able to come back full circle. Good lord I, I don't know how many years later um, to be uh, a grad assistant and then Finally be able to come out um, came out to uh, the coaching staff. I had a lot of a lot of confidence built in me from uh, the LGBTQ community uh, Sid Ziegler, he, he's the um, founder of outsports.com um, where she um, met with me and a couple of the allies and, and some others that have come out before me, male, males that have come out before me that are in the sports world. And they pumped a lot of confidence in me. And when when I got back from the final four, I believe was it was Dallas, Dallas, I believe, um, I, I knew it was the time. And, and so uh, spent a summer with them and uh, went and came back in August to campus. And, and met with the coaching staff, met with the administration uh, at CMU, and um, came out to them. Uh, and they're like, "Okay, great. Now, I mean, keep doing what you're doing." I mean, it was not a big deal. And that was the them like, "Really? That's that's the reaction I'm getting right now. That's not a big deal." I mean, I had the support from the vice president of athletics, the head basketball coach, the entire coaching staff, and then coming out to the team. It was completely not a big deal. And uh, their complete support. And I truly felt, I wish I would have done it sooner because I, I felt free. I felt that I would, I became a better coach that next year as a grad assistant, um, a better, better assistant to the program and to those players because I could finally say who I was and, and, and who, who I, who I was meant to be. And, um, so with that, that, that's my really roundabout story of, of keeping it hidden for, uh, 30 some years and then finally being able to come out and and meet nolan and i came out nationally Uh, that's kind of how nolan and i met i came out nationally on outsports.com Sid ziggler did an article on me um and i it was i was luckily luckily enough to be shared around around the country and and somehow one of nolan's facebook friends shared it he saw it and the rest is history so um, thank God that that happened and but uh, or Nolan and I would probably have never met but um, it just a lot of confidence uh, it, it has been built in me and, and Nolan and I are a little different in that aspect where he'll he'll let things bother him and I always say it must be the af- athletics in me where I just don't care uh, I mean I don't I don't let things bother me. I don't care what anybody thinks I don't care what, who said what and did what, it doesn't matter to me. I don't do the whole drama stuff. And, and so he makes me see in myself, it makes me realize, look, you might not care what others do um, it, as far as maybe a topic or, or you know somebody, somebody said something or somebody did something. And it makes me take a step back and realize, okay, look, he's right. I mean, other, other, I, even though I just don't care, he he makes me care, and he he gets me to care. So um, he he keeps me grounded where I'm just like yeah, whatever. Um, he he's like okay, let's take a deeper look at this because there's some underlying thoughts that you need to have here. And, and he he brings the best out in me. Um, he always makes sure that I see everybody's perspective. Um, sometime sometimes I only sometimes. Oh, he'll probably agree most of the time I only see my perspective um so but uh, no he, he's been really good at grounding me to make sure that that I'm seeing the whole picture um at, at face value and, and really understanding um uh, the underlying causes as to maybe what's going on in the world there or, or something going on with family or our relationship maybe maybe there's a topic in our relationship that he, he's like, look, we need to talk about this more, and I'm like, I don't want to, but he makes me so, um, <laughs> which is a good thing. So I'm gonna stop talking now because I talked a lot. But um, hey, I that's love my that. story. We're <laughs> a good team. We're, yeah. good team. Yeah, yeah, we're a good team. Yeah,
1: you guys are a great team, and it's funny because um, I remember, uh, like, I think we went out for dinner probably last year or something, and I'm just like, I'm I'm the single one in the group clearly, and you you get to be around you guys, and you're like, I want that. I want that, you know. And but it's, it's beautiful. And the thing that I think is really cool too is um, a lot of people believe that their fairy tale story is going to come without shit. And your guys's stories were hard. You had to go through the shit to get to where you're at. and in the thing is is like it's totally different. Um, you know, Nolan, yours was to your friends and Ryan, yours was nationally. Like it's insane to think of like, that's the thing. And the one thing that was, I was thinking about when you guys were talking about your story is that relief that you feel when you finally are yourself. And, and I don't even think it's, um, I think it's in all aspects. So I say this in the sense of like, if you're like having the job that you don't want, or you're going to the college your parents wanted you to go to, or you're doing what your friends want to do. You're holding something inside of you and you want to burst, but you don't know how to do it. Um, And I just think about all the people out there, um, you know, whatever, you you know, whoever you are and whatever you're going through, we're all, we all held something in. And, you know, I've shared my story a lot about how, I was having such mental health issues. I was living this life of making great money, living the corporate world. And that wasn't me. And while you guys were talking, I related in that sense of like, once you finally are yourself, it's it's hard, but it's worth it. And um, cool. And confidence comes with that. You know, confidence comes with finally having your belief. And Nolan, you said something about, having that support system. And I talk a lot about having that support system and how for people that don't have a support system, um, how self-love beauty can be that for them. But, you know, obviously you guys have read the stories about how some people have come out that their families weren't in, excited about it and they did have backlash. And so if they're listening to this story right now, or maybe if their one of their family members or friends are, What would you guys say to them?
2: I think the biggest thing to know is you're not alone, first of all. And second of all, everybody has a journey. And whether that journey is coming out to um, understand and accept your sexuality, uh, whether that journey is to find that job that you've been dying to do that everybody has told you that you will never be able to do, whether that's leaving a corporate job after you've been promoted and are well-known at a high-end company, to follow your dreams of doing a business that you always wanted to bring to flourishing, the biggest thing is to never give up. And I think we see that so often and we lose so many bright lights and lives in our world because not wanting to deal with the pain because it's so, it hurts so bad because there is no support system that ending up taking their life in, 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 in that. And I think that while we celebrate Pride Month, Lisa, we also have to celebrate the lives that have been lost before us and are, are, are lost because they don't have the support. And I think as a society, we are getting better, but we do have a lot more to do um, in the aspect of accepting others and not just in the LGBT plus community, all around um, people that are different than us. So if you're going through something like this, I think the biggest thing is, is stay the course and be yourself. Because at the end of it, when you look back and you're like, hell yeah, I just went through that and hell yeah, I just made it. And you may lose. I know that you, uh, your cousin David, you had him on the podcast a couple weeks ago um, before all this happened. And he talked a little bit about how sometimes losing the friends or disconnecting from those relationships can be really hard if those people don't serve a purpose in your life anymore. And I say to that, 100% agree, if you have to do what's best for you, and yes, those relationships may be important to you at that moment, but if they're not helping you, they're not worth it. And I think that that's the biggest thing when somebody goes through something is evaluate the people you have. Ryan and I always say, we are so lucky to have the people in our village that we do, because our village is what continues to keep us growing and what we learn from. And if those people in our village aren't helping us out, then they have to seek We have to seek another opportunity. And that is no disrespect to them or any disrespect coming from us. It's just that we've outgrown and they're just no longer able, we're not able to help each other, you know? And so I think that was really neat um, that you and David talked about that because it applies in all in so many different ways, right? So I don't know if Ryan has anything else that he would say to somebody, well, you know, one quote that and i'm
3: gonna I, i'd like to tie everything back to sports that's just me that's because that was me that was me since the age of five so um what, one quote and i've got to give kudos to our head varsity basketball coach at the time i, I was he played he was a point guard at, at cmu uh when i was in my undergrad years and, and he moved back to grand rapids after graduating from cmu he took a head varsity basketball job at a, at a high school in Grand Rapids. And, and um, one of the first phone calls he made after being hired was to me. And he said, we need to come up to GR and, and we need to coach together. And we did. One of the first things, we took over a struggling program. And, and one of the first things that we adopted, and this can be related not only to sports but into life, is, is a quote by Frederick Douglass. Is, it's, without a struggle, there can be no progress. I mean, if you're not struggling, you're not going to progress. And you need to be able to struggle a little bit. To be able to see um, the best in the future, and and so um, you you can't you can't proceed and and progress in life without struggling a little bit. You're going to get knocked in ass. It's going to happen, and you know what? It's not how how you fall; it's how you get up. And so, um, being yeah, you're going to struggle, and yeah, there are people who are still out there struggling, but we struggle too. I mean, how many how many different times do we walk in, and and we've got to be we we like to be mindful of not making others maybe feel uncomfortable. Um, so, so, um, we have to be very mindful, but people are going to struggle. I mean, if you're, if you're struggling with coming out or whatever it be, you're struggling with with what's next in my life is, is trust. I mean, just trust. It's going to, whatever decision you make is the best decision for you at that time. And, and you know what? Yeah, family really matters, but, If they're not with you to support you in that are they really true to you and so um, so so yeah I mean you're gonna struggle in order to to proceed and progress you're gonna struggle
2: and two points to that Lisa Um, I think family doesn't always have to be blood we have a ton of family that's not blood and I think that's important for people to know and understand and second from Ryan's little talk there I think in our society, struggle is looked at in a negative connotation. And I think we have to work, and I know we do, on looking at struggle as a positive to something greater than where we are right now. And it's hard sometimes when we're in those moments when we're struggling. The last thing I want somebody to tell me is to be positive because I turn around and tell them to kiss my rear end. you know. But I think that as we work, as humans, as individuals, as partners, as couples, as employees, as sons, as daughters, as aunts, you know, all of these titles that we may get throughout our life, we have to look at struggle as a way of progression and where we are today.
1: 100%. And you guys made a great point when you were both talking with that, kind of going off that quote. We live in a society where we want instant, we want instant, we want instant results. I mean, how, yes, now we're all pointing at Nolan right now. Like think about like how many times we go on this weight loss. I'm going to talk about weight loss. It's like weight loss journeys and it's like, my gosh, my six packs not here and I've been dieting for two days and like,
2: (laughs) don't say a word Ryan.
1: (laughs) All been, I mean most of us have been there. Um, but we want those instant results. But like you have to struggle, you have to go through the suck to get to those points. And for some of us, again, that example of trying to get more fit or more healthy, it doesn't happen overnight. Just like gaining weight doesn't happen overnight. I mean, either or and so you know, or even too, kind of like the struggle of um getting your dream job or coming out or anything like that, like you're gonna have to sit in the struggle for a little bit. To, to honestly, I think sometimes it's like to not make irrational decisions, but making sure that you're being true to yourself. Because I know that sometimes I like um, don't sit in the suck or don't don't sit through the struggle because I'm like, well, I'll just make a decision now and then. But it's like if I probably would have sat through the struggle, my end result might have been a little bit better. um And again, that's not the case for all the time. But I think you guys are making great points, and and I think that it's really awesome that the stories that you guys are sharing inner time for anybody. Um, and I think that that's the most beautiful thing is because we segregate stories. Sometimes we segregate people sometimes. And it's like, no, we're all going through the same thing. We all just like, you know, we all just got to love each other on that stuff. And, you know, before I go any further, I need to say this too. It's like right when Nolan said, you know, black lives matter. And, um, even though it is pride month, um, even though we are all white that are sitting on this call right now, we, we know that we're white privilege. Um, That was a word for me that I didn't understand the definition of. Um, I recently learned it and I understand it. And I'm, I'm with you guys too. It's like, I hear you and I see you. And it's, it's making sure that all the, everybody in this world feels better and feels stronger and knows that they are needed and wanted and supported. and it's funny because I know, I th- you know, I, I know Nolan's a bit, big hugger. Ryan, like, we've hugged, but, like, are you a big hugger?
3: Am I a big hugger?
1: Yeah, are you a big hugger?
3: Uh, I
1: mean, yeah, kind of. Not really. No. <laughs> well, no. I, I don't know. So, I, so the reason that I asked that was I, like, I've always been in tune with my emotions, but these last two years, I'm like, I just want to hug people. And, like, when I hear stories of, like, kids that have committed suicide or taken their lives because their family didn't, you know, believe in them or something. I just want to wrap my arms around them. And, and it's my, my testimonial to how I love. And so I think it's, it's so interesting through what everybody's going through right now. Like It's like wrapping your arms around them and making them feel like they're they're wanted and stuff. And I bring up the hug thing because two years ago, if you would have asked me to hug someone, I would have been like, no, I'm good. I'm good. Um, but my different type of vulnerability in my life has changed tremendously in my comfort level. Not saying we all have to be huggers. I've definitely learned I'm way more of an introvert than I've ever thought I would be, which is crazy to say. So um, <laughs> yeah, shout out to all the introverts. there Um, but before we close out today um, I just wanted to kind of leave it for one last question of you know just open-ended question is there any advice or anything you want to leave our audience with today
2: sure Um, it's Pride Month and it's a very 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 proud uh, month right and while Pride Month is in June. It should be all 12 months of the year. And it, Black Lives Matter should be all 12 months of the year. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to think of, of every person that has gone through struggles or um, you know, groups, minority groups, who are not getting what everybody else is getting. or Folks, this is our reality right now, and we have to wake up. And I think that this is an opportunity for us to become stronger. And as Ryan always says, you are no better than the person that's sitting next to you because without that person sitting next to you, you are not growing and you are not leading without their um, advice or conversation or example or friendship. So I think at the end of the day, this is Ryan and I's raw story. This is not made up like we are, this is who we are. And I, I just want to, I just want our listeners to understand and to know that if they are struggling in any aspect of life, whether that be personally, um, well, don't come to me financially because I'm not good at financial. Uh, Oh, that would be Ryan. but, (laughs) But personally, or, you know, with your coming out, if that's what you're struggling with, or if you're looking for advice or if you're trying something. Ryan and I love to meet people where they're at and understand where they're at. And while we may not know exactly what you're going through, we really will work to help you in any possible way that we can. So Lisa, I remember, and I'll always forget, you were sitting under a beautiful tree in the middle of campus at Central Michigan. And I walked by you and I'm like, I have to know this lady. Something is telling me to meet her. And I came back and it has been the biggest honor of being a part of your movement that you've started and um helping men like my dad or like ryan who never talked about their feelings have an opportunity to know that it's okay and to really find and be in tune with who we are as humans um has been an incredible journey so to you i say we love you more than you know and we are honored to be a part of your journey and a part of self-love beauty uh, to watch it from becoming a blog to somewhere it's like nationwide that we have ambassadors and it's just it's incredible and that that goes to your leadership and your dedication to making the world better one person at a time so with that kudos to you we are so over the moon to be a part of this and um yeah. Do you have anything else, Ryan? I mean, Nolan did a pretty good job of summing that up. But um, you know, I just
3: what he says is true. If if you need anything, you know, I mean, we're here. I mean, we're not only ambassadors for self love beauty. You know, we're not just ambassadors for uh, you know the LGBTQ community. Uh, you know, we're here for everybody. And, and I've always said to Nolan, oh, all people got to do is just just be a good person. Is that really that hard to just be a genuine, authentic, true, caring person? Like, at least care. You know, I say I don't care, I don't care. But that's a front. I mean, I care about who people are. And, and, you know, it's just be be a good person. And if you need anything, obviously, reach out to Lisa, and, and she'll help you you in the right direction of somebody that she knows that might be able to just have you talk to them and we're just we're here is to help help everybody and just be a voice um for those that don't feel like they have a voice and i just you know yeah it's, it's pride month it, it represents our community but i mean we all have something to be proud of it doesn't matter what community you're a part of you you all we all have something to be a part of and, and to be proud of and i just thank lisa for, allowing us to share um, our story and and our time with you today to, to be able to advocate for being able to help others when they need it.
1: Heck yes. And I mean, we got you, Ryan, out of your comfort zone today. I wasn't going to let, I wasn't letting them on the show unless it was going to be a Ryan and Nolan show. I wasn't just taking Nolan. No. No. I appreciate you getting out of your comfort zone. And to the point, yes, Nolan and I met, I was sitting under a tree selling Suffolk Beauty clothing at Central Michigan University. A man walks up to me and wonders about being an ambassador. I've never had a male ambassador. And I was like, sure thing sure as crap, get home. This guy had applied and clearly today the rest is history. So it shows how, interactions are just so beautiful and so strong. And, you know, obviously Nolan led me to Ryan um, and it's been a great friendship. So thank you guys again for being on the show. And for all of you that are listening in seriously, we're here to support you. We're here to love you. Um, And please know that we truly believe in everybody in this world. We want everybody to know that they are loved um, and that they're supported. So again, thank you for tuning in. And as we always end with, please continue to spread love and kindness to everybody that you meet. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope that you took away so many tools and resources that you can have on your journey to confidence to be the most fearless person that you want to be and have that self-love we all are longing to have. Remember, you have a community here at Self Love Beauty and on the Confident Girl podcast and also with Oh Infinite Love. Everything that I do, I want people to have confidence. I want them to be fearless and I want them to have self love. So email me at info at And thank you again for listening and continue to grow to be the best confident person you can be.